1991, I was the recipient of the ever so loving nickname, Tina Talk A Lot. Now, this could have stunted my extroverted self, but instead I embraced that name like it was my job. Almost 30 years later, that name still rings true. Here's the deal though, I actually really love to listen too. Someone once joked that this only happens on Tuesdays though. Now, I don't want to disappoint your expectations of the show, so we won't veer off too often, but on occasion, you will hear from people other than myself. This episode happens to be one of those. As mentioned in the intro, today's podcast episode is featuring a guest. That guest happens to be Alyssa Tallifson, and she is a multi-passionate business owner. doTERRA happens to be one of those businesses, and the other is a beautiful brick and mortar in a small Wisconsin uh, town. She is a beautiful soul, and we talked about so many different things on the podcast that even titling this episode was a little tough without it being way too many characters for you to ever pay attention to. But one thing we discussed quite a bit was that you need actually a little bit of crazy uh, to be a business owner. And I believe this one ingredient is a need uh, for anyone that decides to dip their foot into small business, entrepreneurship, anything where you are the one who's calling the shots. Now, I know you are going to absolutely love this next 26 minutes of this episode. And so we are going to dive right in. And here's Alyssa. Well, hello, hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday. So excited to be here on our guest day. I actually have someone with me that happens to be on my doTERRA team. And I love this part of being in network marketing is that had it not been for doTERRA, I would have never met Alyssa. And I love how it just joins so many uh, people together and actually really like-minded people. So you've seen on the show that I've had a lot of uh, wellness advocates, doTERRA wellness advocates on. And it's not that it's the same topic, right? Each time or the same thing. It actually probably shows you a lot of diversity within our team and within the company and just what it looks like to be a doTERRA wellness advocate aside, you know, on the, sometimes on the side, sometimes as your main gig, but everybody's life is so completely different. So I met Alyssa actually for the first time when we went to doTERRA's leadership just a few weeks ago. And got to hear more of her story, more of her business and background and life and all these things. And I thought, oh my gosh, you're like the old version of Tina, like, (laughs) and not in a bad way, but just like, you're exactly uh, so many things that you're doing. It just reminded me of my life. And so Alyssa, I'm going to hand it off to you, but if you could just share with people, like, what is going on in your world from like your doTERRA wellness advocate and all the other things you have on your plate, I'd love for you to share with everybody. Sure. Yeah. So I've been doing doTERRA since 2019, but got more serious about it um, in late summer of last year. And I did it as part of another business that I own. So I also own The Hive. It's a Northern Wisconsin lifestyle brand. So I carry women's clothing, accessories and gifts and stuff like that. And um, essential oils just go really well hand in hand with like a simple up north lifestyle kind of a thing. So I wanted to build my doTERRA business around that. Um, but I also have a full-time job and I have two daughters who are three and younger, um, and we rescue dogs on the side too. So it's just like constantly doing something right. Really busy, but, um, 
I love that when I like when I first saw you on team calls and just had heard about you and stuff, I just totally assumed that you did not have kids because of all the things that you have on your plate. And then I found out you had toddlers and I was like, oh my gosh, you're so similar to my life when I was starting out with all the different businesses and stuff. So um, I will definitely put links in the show notes for people to check out the hive so they can see your beautiful brand because you have pulled together so many different cool brands and, and everything flows so well. It's definitely my totally my vibe, all the things that I love. So I'm not surprised. Um, will you tell me a little bit about that? Because for me, uh, when I had my hair salon, part of our hair salon was a boutique. And so we sold some doTERRA out of there, but not as much. Um, and, but sourcing different products and like having them like move off the shelf was kind of an issue. And I know not everyone listening here is part of an actual brick and mortar, uh, but I think we can resonate with it, you know, as just being business owners in general and also just honoring our local uh, businesses and telling people to shop small, right? Because it's not an easy task. But anyways, I'd love to hear like a little bit about sourcing and then um, also how does doTERRA work into that? So <clears throat> It's kind of a long story. Um, the Hive started off as a restaurant and event space in February of 2020. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> totally and, yeah. And the reason that it was a restaurant was um, a restaurant here in Western Wisconsin was being quote unquote given away for free as long as you signed a five-year lease. Okay. And, um, and what was included was all the equipment, the inventory, the employees, everything was included. I, you could, it was turnkey completely. And, um, I think I was 29, no, 28 at the time when I took this over and me and my cousin went in it together. We were so naive. We were like, oh my God, for free, of course, like we'll take it. we so easy, right? <laughs> yeah. It must be super easy. Um, it was not, it was not easy at all. And then, so we opened our doors on February 2nd of 2020. And on March 17th of 2020, we had to shut down because oh of, my gosh, right. and like our whole entire business plan was having bridal showers and baby showers in our back room of 30 oh plus gosh. people, which was not allowed. It wasn't allowed anymore. So I had to pivot. We had to shut down the event space. Um, I kind of used it as extra dining room space once we were allowed to reopen, but we had to be six feet apart and all that good stuff. And we did takeout and catering and um, we just could, it, it wasn't going to work with COVID. Um, and I kept trying to come up with ways of making it work. I was getting so stressed out. My hair started falling out. Like I had a one-year-old at the time. Right. Um, and I and had, if your hormones aren't off, oh, <laughs> gosh, yeah. And I had left an extremely secure position to start this business. So I was kind of like mourning that position while trying to make this business work. Cause, um, I've always wanted to own my own business. My degree is in entrepreneurship. Like it's just what I've always been interested in. So thankfully I, you know, had the confidence enough to go to my landlord who we bought the business from quote unquote, bought it from, um, and said, look, I'm not going to be able to make this restaurant work, but I have somebody who wants just the restaurant portion of this business. And I want just the event space. I'm going to turn it into a boutique. And she was like, yeah, sure. That sounds great. Oh. And I was able to like renegotiate that contract. And so um, super thankful for her being understanding. I mean, she's a business owner too. So she understood like with COVID completely out of my control, that business plan wasn't working anymore better to cut our losses now than to try to keep something working. That's not. Yeah. Um, so I changed the business into just a boutique. 
um, and started like the gap in the market for some of the smaller places is having like a really niched out place to shop. So, um, like if you go to a boutique, often you think of just like women's clothing of all sorts and different accessories for all sorts. Whereas I wanted something that was like, I would only carry products that I was extremely passionate about, like only carry things that I had to have for myself. (laughs) Um, and that makes it so much easier to talk about and to market to other people. Yes. Well, if you want to be wearing all your own products, um, do I do that perfectly? Not yet. Um, it's still like, I'm still learning. It's only been a year and a half. Right. Um, but I'm definitely learning a ton. I was able to, I hired, um, a boutique business coach who specializes in profit first for boutiques only. Um, and she, um, really helped me come up with like inventory buying and stuff like that. So, um, I only, so I buy and source my inventory once per week and I only spend as much invent, like as much money as the cost of goods sold from the week prior. So that's cool. Yeah. So I know that I'm probably going to be selling that product because I've already done it the week before. And then I like, I look at, um, okay, well tops, I sold like 50% of the merchandise I sold were tops. 25 were bottoms and 25 were accessories. So that's how I allocate my spending as well. Cause I know that's what my customers are going to spend their money on that. At first I did trial and error and I hate myself for waiting so long to hire a boutique <laughs> coach because it makes so much more sense. And it, like, when you say it out loud, it's like, Oh, duh. Like, of course that's how you s- should source your inventory, but whatever. Um, so that was a big lesson learned. Um, And just, yeah, I went into owning a business thinking like, I, there's no way I'll fail. Like, of course I can do this. And now I just have such this mindset of like, okay, clearly you need to, um, like find more mentors and people who have done this before and, um, learn a little bit more about yourself and, you know, how to run a business properly before you just like go all in. And, um, yeah, I just, I wish I would have had a coach earlier. Gosh, you know, that is something I hear so often. Like, I wish I would have, you know, whether it's a coach, you know, that someone that you're actually paying or just simply a mentor to like put you under their wing, you know, that it is trying to do everything on your own, actually Mm -hmm. in everything in life, right. Parenting, like there's just like all details, marriage. It's so nice to have someone that's like gone before you humble yourself, ask more questions, um, you know, and, and maybe not think, you know, everything, right. Yeah. So I love that. So you mentioned Profit First, which I absolutely love that book. And it's by Mike Michalowicz. Yes. Is that, yeah. Um, I read it quite a while ago and, and did all of the bank accounts and all the different things um, when I had my marketing company. And so for those of you that haven't read it, it is a really, really good way to make sure you get paid that you're pulling the profit out first. That's what the whole point is uh, versus you getting the scraps because when business starts getting hard, you're like, wait, why am I doing this? Cause you're not even paying yourself. And I had gotten to that point in my marketing company. My husband's like, babe, why are you like away from work or you know, away from our family so much? And we're not actually seeing, seeing the money. Right. And so it's easy to do. It's easy to dump money into so many different things and think, Hey, it's here. It's in this account, you know? And, and so, yeah, I love that book. I think it's really great. And he has another book too, that I always, I used to reference all the time. I can't think of what it is, but, um, pumpkin plan. That's what it's called. Oh, also, 
yeah, it's also a really, really good book. He just has a really cool way of writing that makes you want to continue to read. And it's about money, you know? Um, And I think if I really go back into my story, I used to think I did not like numbers and it's just that I didn't understand them. And so once I read something like that, those books, I I'm now certain of it. Those were some of the first turning points for me to be like, Oh, I get it now. Like I just, I just needed to learn a little bit more and, and, and fall in love with numbers and, and money and all that fun stuff. So I yeah. love that. I did not know that part of your story that it started out as a restaurant. Yeah. Like that's wild. <laughs> that, that yeah. makes the story even crazier. Yeah. I, I am crazy. Yeah. <laughs> when people say like how, why I had never, I didn't even have restaurant experience before. So I would not recommend taking over a business just because it's free, quote unquote, because it's not free in terms of your time, in terms of your sanity. Um, But yeah, like I said, it knocked me down, but I'm grateful that it did because um, one, I don't, I wouldn't have had the boutique that I have now if I hadn't gone through that. Um, And two, I've learned so much more um, as a business owner, like learning the hard way than I did in my four-year degree in entrepreneurship. Like, you know, it's just, you have to be thankful for everything because everything teaches you something. So totally. I feel that same way within my salon. Like I actually purchased the salon, which seems crazy to me now that I paid money for this thing. And, but had I not done the salon, I don't know that I would be doing doTERRA and now it's what I do full time. And so it was a little bit of an expensive way to get into an MLM, (laughs) but it gave me the, like, you know, footsteps, you know, kind of the different stages that I needed to be able to take that leap into this and then not have that brick and mortar. So you've done some really cool things, even with your brick and mortar in um, with time too, as well. So you're only open Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday as well. Nope. Just Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Saturday. Okay. That's cool. So people just know these are the days that we're open. It's more during like kind of weekend feel a little bit. And then you have some help. So you have some staff that comes in and, and is part of the, um, yeah. You know, yep. Um, it's actually my doTERRA upline Stephanie works for me on Thursdays. Um, so we do incorporate doTERRA quite a bit into the boutique where people can come. Um, we make like custom blends and monthly special blends for people to try oils that they wouldn't normally try. Like it's not just lavender, lemon and peppermint. Um, Um, they are, I do a diffuser blend, a fabric spray and like a perfume roller every single month. And I change it up. Um, so people can come purchase those. And then we also do classes and education along with it. Um, and what's cool is that I'm able to repurpose the content from my classes and use it on the hives blog and, um, use it for marketing in terms of like getting traffic to my website. Cause I do online sales 24 seven as well. So yes, I have the in-store um, portion of my business, but my true passion and my full-time job is digital marketing. Um, so I, I try to repurpose as much of the content and work I'm doing in person to make it work digitally as well. That's awesome. I was just going to say, so you, and I, I love your social media. You do a really great job with it, but like, I love how much you've been able to meld together doTERRA and the hive. And it, it feels really good. I think 
and maybe this is a little bit of block of mine, but I do know that sometimes boutiques or, you know, different, you know, stores, locations, salons, chiropractors sometimes have a little bit of a hesitation bringing in a network marketing uh, brand. And I, I always feel like doTERRA is different, but obviously I'm biased. It's like my, you know, my own child. <laughs> um, but I do feel like that can kind of be a block for some people, but you haven't found that at all happening when people are coming into your store, right? They're just happy to have a place to purchase it and be able to learn and and connect. Yeah. It's been like, I've only been open in this location, um, a few months now, but the oils have been extremely popular. Like the first thing that people say when they walk in is like, Oh my God, it smells so good in here. Right. And so that's a really good way to be like, yeah, we're diffusing our monthly special. It's this, 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 and this. Um, and then just kind of talk to them about it. And you can tell people have a genuine interest in learning more. So again, we don't sell hard at all. We are genuinely just trying to educate people. Like people come in and say, what would you suggest for headaches? And we're like, oh, well, we can mix you up a custom blend right now, right here on the spot. You can take it home with you. And I think that's just a really good way for people to feel less like, oh, you just want me to sign up for your MLM, right? Which doTERRA is not like that necessarily. So it's just a really like the reason I partner with doTERRA is it because it's one of those brands that's just easy to talk to people about. Um, and it had like a lot of it, the business part of it just happens organically. Yep. That's so neat. So yes, that is a big part of our business is being able to sample people and let them experience the actual product, which I do know that that differentiates us from, uh, you know, big box stores, or even going into a health food store where you can grab an oil off the shelf. It's not necessarily customized for you. So I do love that, that you actually have a physical location. People can come back to and connect. I know that one thing that I had uh, when I had the salon was just the consistency of being able to do classes. So people became familiar with the fact, like, if I want to learn about essential oils, this is where I go. And people would come back again and again, even for the regular one-on-one classes where you're like, you've already been to this, but they were so excited to be able to come back and learn more or absorb it or hear it in a different way. Right. And I'm sure you're feeling that a little bit as well with having classes at your location. Yep. Um, we, so my in-person classes, I actually partnered with, um, my cousin owns an Herbalife nutrition club. So we have our in-person classes there and I have the virtual option for all of my followers as well. So, um, people can attend online or in person and it's always recorded. So like I said, that I can turn it into a blog post on my website for people to access another time. So it's just, yeah, Yeah. like meeting them where they're at. Yeah, absolutely. So that's cool. So an Herbalife shake shop, right? Yes. Is what they have. And so you have one in, in your, in your area. Yeah, we have have a ton of them actually, but (laughs) we, the one that we do it at is more in the like more popular area. Um, cause we're about a half an hour North of like a, a bigger town or whatever. So a lot of my following is from that bigger town. So I thought, well, let's make it easier for them to get to me and have it closer to them. Um, Yeah. But then also have the virtual option for people who are not there either. So I love that. Well, and I like the collaboration. I mean, whether it's a cousin or not, it's someone else that has a different business and it's such a good idea because you're serving a lot of the same people, people that want a shake in the afternoon or for breakfast or whatever are probably going to be similar people that are going to want to dive into oils and maybe move into more natural stuff. So 
I love that. And that's something I think everyone can learn from is that there's always room for collaboration. I mean, I'm recording this uh, podcast right now at my new office location and it's within a yoga studio. And so it's just getting creative, right? Of like connecting with people and uh, using your network and being able to figure out how is this a win-win for everybody? Like this is a win-win for the yoga studio. They don't use this office space. It was sat empty all the time. And now I get to have a space where A, it can be quiet whenever I need it to be. And I also have like people, if I want to go out and talk right now, I know I actually just kind of heard a, a, one of the yoga classes is starting to like filter out. Right. And so if I really want to hang out and get to know people, I can just open the door. Yeah. <laughs> so just- it's, yeah, it's awesome. I love it. Or I just don't ever have to talk to anyone. I just shut the door and no one knows I'm even here. Right. Whatever so, mood you're in yet. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I can be an introvert if I want or my regular extrovert self. So I love that. Well, so how, will you tell me a little bit, like, I know we've talked through like basically your whole like business career a little bit. Will you tell me a little bit about, um, talking with, and I know you're pretty new to this, but like talking with people because you own a business and you have a business location do people feel like if they want to do the doTERRA business with you, they're like, well, I don't have a business myself to do this out of. Is that like a, you know, maybe hesitation or have you found that people are like, oh no, I can do this because you have that. Or tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. So one thing I like to offer um, people who are going to be working with me is like, I will help you with your marketing. Um, Cause I know that is a big it can be really scary for people. For me, it's just second nature because I do it yeah. full time. Um, so like for some of my wellness advocates, one of them, for example, wanted to post a reel with her video sped up, but she didn't know how to speed up her video. And I was like, just send it to me. And in 15 seconds, I sent it back to her sped up. Right. So no people, um, I think me having the business and having the skill set attracts people to want to work with me because I can help them, um, in however they want to do a business. If they want to have a brick and mortar location, great. I can help you with that. If they want to do it all online, I can help you with that. Um, or if they just kind of want a side hustle where they maybe just want to pay for their car payment every single month, like we can, I can help them do that too. Um, and I'm very, very, when I am talking to either, whether it's going to be a customer or, um, a builder, Um, really just, again, meeting them where they're at. And I want to know what their ideal life is because that way we can back into the plan. And when you said, when I approached you about wanting to go for doTERRA founders and you said we can back into the plan, I was like, perfect. That's how I work at everything in my life. So that sounds great to me. Um, And that's how I do it with my builders too. I love that. So I don't know, it was probably two months ago, I did a podcast called Your Cheat Code. What's your cheat code? And as you were talking, I was just thinking about it. Like everyone has their own cheat code. And like, for those of you that don't know what cheat code means back in like the eighties, nineties, this was a big deal for like video games. So there was a certain code that you could get like extra lives or like never die or whatever. And, um, I always say in business, you know, people will be like, how did you grow so fast in whatever business it was? And I was like, well, everyone has their own cheat code. You just have to tap into it. So mine was definitely um, my network. I had been networking for so long. And so when I came into doTERRA, it wasn't like I was fresh in business. I'd been networking for almost a decade. And so I had a big network of people to tap into. 
connect with referrals, whatnot, and then also marketing, right? So that was my background. That's what I did. And so when, as you were talking, it's like, oh, yes, people can definitely see your cheat code. It's like all over social media and can see that that's like what you bring to the table and you're already stepped into leadership so much. So I absolutely love that. So it's so fun. And so one thing, Alyssa, that you mentioned a little bit, I don't, I haven't talked about it a ton on the show, um, but doTERRA has an opportunity right now called Founders 2.0. And so just to kind of throw this out there a little bit, this will be kind of like the bonus part of our, <laughs> of our episode right now. Uh, but doTERRA, every time they move into a new market, so even when they opened up in the U.S., they will have a number of people, varies usually 25 to 200 people, will be able to tap into a percentage of that market's profits. And so when doTERRA first came out in the U.S., 25 people got to tap into 1% of all the profit in the United States. When that amount hit a billion dollars, those 25 people came to doTERRA and they made the decision to cut off uh, that payment to them and actually hand it back out to another 200 people. doTERRA tested another 1%. So basically what doTERRA is doing is they're giving 2% of a billion dollars to 200 people. The first 200 people that get there. So it's a race, it's a challenge. And when I was connecting with Alyssa at leadership, she mentioned, I want to go for this. I want to go for this founder 2.0. This is a game changer, right? So, um, kind of, if you break that down, it's going to be anywhere from 80 to hundred thousand dollars a year of an extra bonus once that matures. So it won't happen right out of the gate, but over time, it is absolutely the best investment of your time. And it's absolutely for brand new people, even people that have been in it, there's an opportunity for anyone in how you gain points. Anyone can do this. And so you mentioned that I just wanted to make sure that I shared with people, like, what does that look like? And it's so incredibly intriguing. And I'm sure you can even share a little bit more on like why you were so excited to like even hear about it or jump into it. I am a very, if you look at my strengths, I am an execution type person. Like I need to be able to see it done, check it off, that kind of stuff. And the founders program literally is that like you're earning <laughs> points and like tells you how to earn points. Um, so you can like see your progress immediately. Like when you start taking the actions that earn you those points, you see the progress, which is awesome. And like the way I think about it too, is like, okay, even if I don't get founders, I'm still like growing a very sustainable business because the way you earn those points are they're making your business more sustainable and you're still increasing your paycheck regardless. So it's not, not worth your time if you don't get founders either. So it's really a win-win for anybody who um, is interested in it. And like I posted on social media, cause I'm looking for a few more people for my team who want to do founders with me. And I said like, what would an $80,000 bonus per year do for your family? Like that's more than a lot of people's salary. And that's sure. your bonus, right? So yeah. thinking about it that way, like the potential that you have, if you just invest in yourself is insane. Gosh, I love that. I love your thinking about it too. It's exactly my uh, same thing. Uh, and also doTERRA has totally gamified it. You can log in, you know, to your, to the back office and you can see all your points and exactly what you need to do each thing. Like they did this really smart. So I love it. Super cool opportunity. Super fun. If you guys are listening to this and like, that sounds intriguing. I'd love to know more. You can reach out to Lisa or myself. I'll have links to all the Lisa stuff, all my stuff. I'm right there in the show notes. So Alyssa, this has been so fun. I learned stuff. I always think when I have people on the show that I know that I'm, I'm like, ah, oh, just ask questions, even though I know the answer, but I 
learned so many things about you. It was so cool. So thank you for sharing your expertise. Is there a spot online that is your favorite for people to reach out to you at? Like what's the best way to connect with you? Yeah. If they want to follow my Instagram, it's at A.L. Tollefson. And we can put that in the show notes. Cool. Awesome. I love it. So thank you so much for being on you guys. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of Tina Talks. If you would kindly leave a review, I would absolutely love it. I love to highlight it in my Instagram and just share it over there. And last but not least, jump over to Instagram and let's chat some more. It's my favorite place to communicate with those of you that want to carry on the conversation, or if you have questions about anything, it is my favorite spot. So we will be back here Thursday for another episode of Tina Talks.